Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way everyone and welcome back to another chapter of children of Erte. we're so excited to have you with us and all be back together again uh and first as usual we will kick it over to adam to tell us all about our sponsors our first sponsor is idle champions of the forgotten realms mm-hmm. an idle clicking game that has so many incredible characters in it uh that um Many of them, uh, you know, have things to do with people on this show, but um, many of our friends also out there have characters in this game and also classic characters from Dungeons and Dragons lore uh, that we have probably read, you know, uh, way too many novels about um, in our, there there can't be too much, but um, collect all of those characters, uh, find the characters that we have played in the past. You can also get an Electrum chest. And that code is on the overlay or bouncing around in chat. And thank you for coming from Idle Champions. We appreciate all of the support. We have Die Hard Dice, who has gifted the cast with the, and this week it is Indecision Insiders. (laughs) Indecision (laughs) Insiders. Um, And uh, thank you very much, Die Hard, for getting those to the cast and helping us succeed for the most part so far and not dying horrible deaths. So thank you so much for that. And uh, you can get 10% off your purchase with Die Hard by using the code Erte at checkout. And we're going to have a giveaway in chat. So uh, pay attention to all the prompts that are going on there. Thanks again, Die Hard. And finally, tonight you will hear the dulcet tones of Sirenscape because epic games need epic sound. I'm Adam Bradford, the CDO at Demiplane. I am playing Silas Jordan, who once was a man, once was a man. He's transforming and, no, hopefully not. We'll we'll see what happens. Okay, let me get my mic going here. I think it's fixed. So here we go. Uh, hey, everybody. I'm Alicia Marie. Um, you can find me on all socials at Alicia Marie Body. I am a professional costume artist and improv performing artist. On Monday nights, you can catch me on the Glass Cannon Network Tuesdays here and Fridays live on Be Never Ending at 4 p.m. PST for Radiant Stories, which is Yay. set in the Radiant Citadel and jammed by our very own Lauren Oboe. I hear like an echo. Am I, it must be my fault. I don't know. It's fine. I sound good. Okay, I'll go go with it. Okay, right now, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, tonight I am playing She-Hulk. I mean, Faruza Armstrong, (laughs) attorney at law. (laughs) 
TM Bruce Armstrong, yes. <laughs> Legally distinct. Yes. <laughs> Hi, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on Twitter as at Dreamwisp. You can find me streaming on Twitch as Dreamwisp Jen. I'm the creator of the Accessibility and Gaming Resource Guide, which you can find in my pinned tweet. Um, and I'm an author, performer, um, producer. I do all sorts of things. I am also part of Journey Through the Radiant Citadel. On Wednesdays, you can find me playing Vampire on uh, Play Renegade. Um, this weekend on Saturday, we are. I am part of uh, Take This's charity event with Lauren and some other wonderful people. So Saturday at noon Pacific, come check out uh, what we are doing. And I will be posting all of that info on the various social media things but tonight i will be playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker Maeve morgan flynn <laughs> hi everyone i'm lauren urban i'm the content coordinator over at idol champions of the forgotten realms you can find me on twitter as oba lauren where you can hear about all of the other things that i'm doing besides this show or you can come and listen to the beginning of the show where i'm very lucky to have alicia and jen who basically just say all of the other things <laughs> that i'm in and it's amazing tonight i am playing neb who is just excited to be a pangolin i mean just excited to be here <laughs> okay uh hi my name is hope lavelle you can follow me on twitter at the hope lavelle uh exciting stuff i am currently guesting on idol champions a familiar quest series two as dotty the dandelion who you can get <sighs> in store right now um so come and check that out on mondays at 5 p.m pt on twitch.tv slash games and of course right here where we're going to be playing and i am playing miss robin beckett <laughs> and i forgot to get an intro for her today so she's your, <laughs> your she's your gal she was a speech yeah. writer she wrote, she wrote it for you yeah, yeah she got arms of steel almost mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, and I am Deborah Ann Wool. I am your storyteller for this evening. I am an actor, a writer, a D&D enthusiast, RPG, tabletop enthusiast, um, and I'm so excited to have you all here today. And thank you, players, for being here once again uh, for the 17th chapter of Children of Airtays. So let's all settle in, get comfortable, get something warm to drink if it's not a heat wave where you are, <laughs> and uh, let's get started. So if I remember correctly, it's been a double step here since our, our last adventure. Um, you all were split up, right? We had Feruza and, and Robin were off dealing with a stone man, Steve, uh, and found their way <laughs> back to the entrance of the cave, uh, having noticed his you know, Kool-Aid-sized impression <laughs> leaving out into the snow somewhere off into the wilderness. Um, while they were making their way back and getting there, we had Silas, Maeve, and Neb, who were navigating their way through tunnels, um, chased by horrible, fleshy creatures with mushy bones that just wanted to eat them. Uh, <laughs> when they made it out, they crossed a river of terrible ichor, uh, finally able to make it back again, find their friends. Uh, you are now all above. Um, you came out of that uh, sort of Icker tunnel on the second level, uh, so that gives you a little bit of information about what's there. And you began to make camp and sort of share information about what you had learned. Uh, you now have two codes of what you believe there are four. Um, and we've had, I think, had most of you fall asleep right away, where Silas and Neb were just fin finishing their watch. 
uh, Neb learned she could turn into a pangolin, um, as well as the, you, you all heard, you think, some wolves off in the distance howling, but you decided to, to leave them be for the moment. Uh, so yes, I will pick up there. You're just heading back. It's starting to be the end of your watch and the beginning of Maeve's. I, do you want to wake up, Maeve, or should I? I mean, I, I always yes that question, but um, wait, uh, is Neb a pangolin still? No, I no, <laughs> you could not talk otherwise. I, yes, yeah, okay. no, okay. my charades I, as a pangolin was not very good, so I, I transformed back. I, I should have, you know, asked you to stay in that form when we waked up, uh, woke up, Maeve, but. Um, since we've missed that opportunity, you go ahead and do it because I get this impression that Maeve doesn't like. Do you get? Do you get that impression sometimes? No, I think we all like you. I think Maeve just has a very wicked sense of humor. That's very funny. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I think I got off on the wrong foot with her, and like, I don't know. I just, uh, I, f I feel like she, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, what, what do you think I can, that's why I'm not going to wake her up because I'm sure I would draw something on her face or, or something else because I can't help myself, but I don't want to, to, you know, pile it on. I want her to like me at least eventually. Well, remembering not to draw things on her face when she's asleep <laughs> is probably a good start. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, but mm. at the same time, but okay. okay yeah. You, you, you better do it. I'm going to, I'm going to catch some Z's. Growth. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I'll walk over to where Maeve is yeah. and find a foot, <laughs> find one of her feet and just kind of gently tap on, on her heel just to get her conscious. My, my brother would do this to like wake me up gently. Hi. What? Uh, it's your turn to take a watch. I know you look very excited about it. Sorry. <laughs> All right. She sort of grabs a like a hoodie and yeah. snuggles up close to the fire. <clears throat> grabs her, her thermos and yeah, settled settles in. in. <sighs> Nothing. Maybe taking the, the book to read a little bit mm. more, the notebook. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That we found. Mm -hmm. There was really nothing that happened, fortunately. There were some wolves that howled a bit but they they were far away so hopefully your watch not will go nothing, nothing else was close by <laughs> no not not that we saw or heard i think i think it's pretty quiet no moose or <laughs> statues or or moose statues nope. Or nope nothing nothing that i could see so. <clears throat> have, have right. a good watch <laughs> thank you <laughs> I'll go bundle up somewhere and just never curl up. Mm -hmm. All right, Maeve. Uh, so quite quickly, things sort of get quite quiet. You just hear the little crackle of the fire. Uh, the light dances off the sides of the, the cave. With the snow on the one side, it's quite well insulated. It's, it's pretty warm in here when the fire is going. Okay. Um, I'm going to wait a little while and see yeah. if anything... Uh, seems to happen if there's anything nearby i'll kind of keep an eye out but yeah. I'll, I'll be reading the the um the notebook mm -hmm. and and see if there's anything in there of interest or what it's talking about um which notebook are you referring to the one from uh, the, the train one we found on the train yeah. on the train yeah so yeah this sort of notebook again it's 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 like uh, like a 
journal, but almost more of a planner. You know, there's a couple of entries, like we said, of about sort of talking about their relationship, but it's mostly like to-do lists and ideas. And, you know, we'll, what we'll give you with that is say that certainly if anything comes across your path that is relevant to what's in the what's in the journal, you've read through this a couple of times, you know, we'll give you some extra uh, uh, sort of, okay, yeah, perception, you know, related cool. to that. Thank you. Um, yeah. Um, after, I'd say maybe an hour, hour and a half, enough yeah. time that people could really get to sleep. Yes. Um, Maeve's going to go over to her pack and rummage around down to the bottom of the pack. Um, kind of hidden in one of those little hidden zipper pockets. Yes. Um, and she's going to pull out Silas's hat. <laughs> How does and it look? Gonna... Is it is it a little worse for wear now or does it look pretty? No, I mean, I pretty good. much put it away right okay. after I you caught it. it and okay. it hadn't been beat up too much because it was right in the very beginning. Yeah. Um, it was caught it right midair. after yeah. on the train. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it hadn't taken, I mean, maybe a tiny bit from being crumpled in the bottom of okay. the pack, but in general, it's, it's been pretty well preserved. And as soon as she puts it on, sort of the flickering of the firelight, her features change and her whole, her whole bearing seems to change. Um, and she looks just like Silas. Identical. <laughs> Clothes, eyes, every single feature yeah. is now just... It, it could be Silas sitting there. And she's going to go over to where Silas is sleeping and very, very gently sort of shake him just groggily awake. I don't want to make him wake all the way up. Yes. But just just a little bit oh. semi-conscious. Oh, no, Mom. Ten more minutes. <laughs> and I'm going to tap him. <laughs> I roll over. It's and I see myself. And you yeah. see yourself standing above you wearing your hat. Again, oh the goodness. light just flickering off your and I'm face. Gonna... Uh, yeah, I don't really know how to be quiet. Wait, wait. Are you me? Are you me? I wink I at him. <laughs> wait. Silas, you wait. wink at yourself. Wait. You see yourself wink. Is this a mirror and I'm going to reach out? And I'm going to step back. Okay. And I'm going to. You see yourself step and back, sort of into, step the back into the shadows. Yeah. Wait, is this real? And I'm going to go right back to where I was sitting by the fire. And in the flickers of the firelight, all of a sudden, I'm back to Maeve. Mm, yeah, it must be a dream. Silas is going to go back to sleep. <laughs> what do you do with your hat, Silas? Uh, he doesn't think it's real, so okay. probably just like falls beside him where he's sleeping. <laughs> at the time. All right, Silas, you roll back to sleep. It is very warm. It's that smell as well of like burning wood, and you know it does feel a little otherworldly. Uh, and it's very easy to just drift right back off into sleep. You're so tired, 
and you haven't had a proper shower. You have all these towels and never gotten to use them. Uh, yeah, you drift right back to sleep. Maeve, is there anything else you'd like to do with your time? Um, I think that... Hmm, once I finish flipping through the journal, I'm going to write a note to Will. Yeah. Saying, if this is a trick, you are in so much trouble you have no idea <laughs> and fine we're even um are you writing this in the journal are you writing it folding no, it up I, I and have, i yeah, have some note, notebook paper okay. and, and like stationary and things I've, I've been writing letters to will all throughout uh -huh. um the trip sort of talking about what's been going on and and filling him in on the things that we've seen sort of just chronicling okay. our our experience um but all through the lens of this is like a murder mystery train kind of <laughs> setup like this is something he has sent me on saying it's one thing and it's it's actually something entirely different um because there's doubt creeping in now as you write this letter to will is there a memory that comes up? Anything about him that just sort of strikes you in this moment? I mean, I think there were flashes of the last time I saw him mm. and, and how that all went. Um, sort of an image of, of a letter on the kitchen table and um, the, the scale of that fight. Um, mm but also sort of the the ever escalating series of pranks we've played on each other over the years since we were kids um and how it's like okay this one this one would take the cake there's there's <laughs> nothing that that this is more elaborate than you know i thought i had created elaborate scenarios in the past this is <laughs> this is a whole other level um But also there's 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 some fear there because everyone else, the people who wrote to them weren't alive anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so there there's almost a, a desperation mm. in the in the note of, you know, you better be playing a prank. <laughs> this 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 had better be a joke. All right. Uh, so as you're sitting in your writing and reading and having these sort of bittersweet thoughts of your friend. <laughs> um, you also hear the wolves outside. Um, you know, Neb had mentioned hearing some wolves. For you, there's only a few to begin with, but towards the end of your watch, it grows to almost as though there's a whole pack singing together. Um, you know, it would be hard to tell how many, but you know, at least five, six, seven, eight wolf voices in harmony together. Uh, it is so loud, but you do still get the sense that it's it's not right outside. Um, it is far away, but the, the, the sort of perfect melding of these voices coming together makes it echo off the air and the trees and the snow. Which direction is it coming from? Definitely, you know, from 
outside of the cave, you know, through the cave opening. Okay. All right. So it's nearing the end of your watch. You've just listened to this wolf song, um, haunting discordant chords. Uh, and it's, you know, time for you to get some more rest if you'd like to wake up Faruza and Robin. Yeah, I will go over and very gently, you know, shake Robin awake. I think right before I do that, I might have made some coffee. Um, <laughs> sure. I probably did that early in the oh watch my goodness. and made a second Yay. The best part um, of waking up, Robin. <laughs> some Advil, like gotten, <laughs> dealing with the aches and pains of, of traveling yes. throughout the day, adjusted various wrapped angles and things. <laughs> um, you know take take the downtime to recover yeah. a little bit but you found um, I, a, I, a rock that you can sort of rub oh, your yeah, shoulder with the tennis ball into, yeah 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 get into those muscles little knot. yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> um and then i'll i'll make coffee so that there's coffee for the next shift um amazing and i'll go over to um unless unless in the past i've seen robin drinking tea do you drink tea or coffee normally tea Ooh. I will have boiled water then as well. well. Okay, fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, do you make good uh, coffee? <laughs> me, Roll me for it. Strong <laughs> coffee. Strong <laughs> coffee. Good. You can have you roll for it, but I feel like Maeve would know. No, I, I think it's, it, it's more just like packing in as much caffeine as possible, and you know. Okay, so Robin, uh, as you know, you begin to feel Maeve wake you up. You are met with just the strongest hit of coffee scent in the air. Um, whew, it's just filled this cavern up. Uh, Feruza, you have also gotten eight hours of sleep at this time. So if you know, if you are relatively early riser, this might yeah. wake you as well, mm. just the scent of it. Ah, oh, I love that smell. It reminds me of when I was a child and I would wake up to my aunt's coffee. Thank you, Maeve. You're welcome. Yeah, it smells like New York in here. This is good stuff. <laughs> New York is it, is has a, a different Complete with smell. the dead rats. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Lauren's face. I take that back. God, it's been a long time. You it's live in a like very a different time. world than most of us in New York. <sighs> the subway. Uh, right. Well, I guess it's it's our it's our turn now. Did anything happen while you while we were sleeping, Maeve? It was quiet. Uh, there oh. were well ish. Uh, <laughs> you can hear the wolves are loud outside, uh, howling a bit. Uh, they've seen. They seem to have gotten louder. Wolves, more. Oh, that's what I just said. Nothing to worry about, unless they're seeking shelter in a cave from oh, yeah, the snow. Yeah, yeah. But you know, to be yes. all right. The wolves we can deal with, at least now, I think we can. As long as, I mean, I, I just, uh, all right. I guess, and right then, Fruz is just going to look at the opening of the cave with that cutout and just be like, okay, yes. all right. Okay. We've dealt with worse. <laughs> all right. Do you need anything else for me? Otherwise, I'm going back to bed. No, get definitely get your rest because you never know what might attack us when we wake up in the morning. So well, that's quite a way of looking at things. Mm-hmm. 
and I take my hoodie and I sort of pull it down over my head and just sort you of see a little Maeve nose sticking out from underneath the drawstring. <laughs> All right, Robin and Faruza, there is hot water and tea bags out, as well as some of the strongest coffee uh, you have had in a while. Um, but boy, will it wake you up. Yeah, Robin, <laughs> Robin is definitely gonna, you know, take the hot water and the tea, kind of sip it for a little bit. She loves it when it's fresh and hot. Mm. And, um, and the steam kind of hits her face, um, really wakes her up. Yeah. And um, she's gonna, she's gonna sit quietly for a little bit and, and kind of reminisce on the fact that the hummingbird that had helped them. It, it, there was such a rush of adrenaline as all these things were happening. And now she's finally had this quiet moment to think. And she knows in her mind that maybe it wasn't Harold, but she likes to believe it was. And she kind of sits quietly missing him mm. and just kind of, she pulls out the photo album um, and she kind of just looks over it and she tries to find a lot of the, the pictures with Harold and when they went to see the Northern Lights or they went to Machu Picchu or, you know, <laughs> somewhere. Um, and she's just kind of looking through that. And then she's, oh my, I almost forgot. And she puts it away and she pulls out a little sewing kit and she's going to go over to Silas. He's fixing his pants while he sleeps. That's how skilled she is. So, yeah, Silas is having the best evening ever. He's for most of it. It's great. He doesn't even know it yet. It's like having brownies in the house. I love it. Oh. So Feruza, yeah, as you you know, as uh, you watch Robin sip her tea, and she seems to sort of lost in thought, and then takes mm -hmm. out her her photo album and her sewing kit, and you know she's also starting, you know, kind of making busy with her. What are what are you up to? Yeah. Okay, so Feruza also, well, she pours herself of the Maeve's brew, <laughs> stuff like you know, put hair on your chin, yes, your chest, your chin and your chest, all of it. She's gonna go over to the opening. She's gonna first of all, she you know she sees that Robin yeah. is having a moment. Yes. And um she's like, okay, I'm gonna leave her instead of even though she was nosy, she wanted to let her have a moment. <laughs> and she went over to the she goes over to the opening in the cave and she yeah. just is like, you know, just sort of standing there with her cup of Maeve Joe and just looking out into the wilderness. Yeah. And she says out loud, um, you know what I'm wondering, Robin? As you're sewing, you know what I'm wondering? Uh, I always wonder what you're wondering. <laughs> you know, here, I'm wondering where a 10-foot statue thought it was going in the middle of the night. I'm wondering what we're doing sleeping here in a cave with rats that are having a party and apparently giving birth, according to Neb. I'm wondering why we're getting attacked by Christmas decorations. <laughs> Do you wonder what we're doing here? If we're ever gonna get out of here, why we have not seen one human being outside of, do we, did we see human, we see human skeleton or did, did we, or was that you, Neb who saw one? Neb, Neb saw it, but she may have shared with you that they saw what they believed were some human bones. And so that this is, this is, this is, have 
can we like, can we have a little bit of a discussion about this right now? Because I'm trying to maintain some semblance of sanity while standing here. I'm going to take a second. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of things to wonder about, but maybe we can put it under an umbrella and wonder why us, you know? Why were we gifted this experience, this moment? I feel grateful for it, even if we don't know what's going on. There's so much more to see and do, and now we have that chance to explore it. And yes, it can be quite scary, and we are facing things we've never seen before, but we're making it through, and we're together. And Feruza. Yeah. Tell me, what was it like being a lawyer in in New York City? Lawyer in New York? Oh, I'm, I'm actually, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proud of, uh, of of getting where I was. I mean, considering you know where where I'm where I'm from originally, you know, my whole story, and um, I um, I kind of knew from a very young age like where I was going to go and what I was going to do, and I never let myself waver off that path once. You know, I prided myself on knowing what was coming next. That was part of who I wanted Baruza Armstrong to be. Um, so it's just, I guess, being in this sort of a situation where I, I don't know what's coming next. I don't like that. This is not something that's canon to Feruza Armstrong. So I'm just trying to adjust a little bit, that's all. I, I do like the fact that we get to share stories though. I like learning about, about Harold and um, I, I don't think I, I've said this before and I'm afraid I may not have a chance to because something may kill us. But I admire you. You know why? Because it's obvious that you've lived your life fearlessly. You've done everything you wanted to do. You're like, guess what? I woke up in the morning and today I'm going to sell ice cream out of a truck. And you did it. <laughs> Obviously. So there's something to be said for the fact that, like some people may say, well, you know, she's a jack of all trades, but you literally have done everything. And look, who is the most prepared here for this, 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 this? You. Oh, so I okay. hope to God when I am your age of 45. <laughs> that I am as well prepared for this life and whatever throws at me like, like you are. You know, Feruza, there's a second part to that saying. It's a mm -hmm. jack of all trades, but a master of none. And that is one thing I am not. I am not a master of anything, but you, you have dedicated your whole life to one craft and your I can already tell you're amazing at it because of how much passion you have. And don't let that be pushed to the side just because I've lived so many different experiences and jobs. You are just as much value as the rest of us. And I'm sure you're going to find and use those talents and skills that you've worked so hard for. You will, you are so valuable to this situation that we're in. You are grounded, and we need that right now. You are the one asking the questions. 
We need that right now. So don't don't worry too much and continue to wonder because the more you wonder, the more things will come together. Okay. Okay. I thought first I thought you were gonna say the more I wonder, the more things are gonna come for us. And I really did not <laughs> like that thought. I just didn't. But I appreciate what you said because I mean, I've said this before, but it just feels like I'm my realization of whatever my talents are supposed to be here could just come so slow and so so sort of spotty. I think there's something there's okay. You know what Neb like turns herself into a a, a, a roach, a, a rat, a, a wolf. Um I don't think she got the first one, but she seems to have figured out like right away, like what to do to get that happening. And there's something, I know I have, like I so I've gotten some some strength down here, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I still can't figure out where, where the, what the button is, the button that, that will allow me to, to tap into that strength thing. And I, I guess it's just, I'm, I'm a little frustrated because I'm not used to being, well, I mean, I'm, I will stop doing this, but I was calling myself a bit of a failure down here, but you've made me kind of look at things a little differently. So I, I do, I do appreciate that. Um, so yeah, that's just definitely one thing I I, um, I hope to figure out soon. Do you feel like you know what you're doing down here with your electric, lightning, electricity thing? Do you know what I mean? I will tell you a little secret. I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> just like the rest of us. But you know what? I just, I just go with the flow and and re- rely on what I know, and the experience I've had. And with this electricity thing, well, I was just playing with a static shock. I is nothing compared to what you do. It's amazing. And tell me, Firuza, what are you passionate about outside of work? What what makes you have the strength from within? What makes you want to be strong and want to be fierce that brings out those powers? What makes me want to be fierce? What makes me want to be strong? Yes. Maybe, okay, you know what? If the situation calls for it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to look within and think of the things that just really pissed me off. <laughs> All right, yes, that's good. Wasn't where I was going, but okay. Maybe Whatever I, oh, works. Okay. Can, can I tell you something really quick, yeah. Robin? Okay, every, they say everyone has like their five minutes of fame in life, right? Mm-hmm. Here's mine. This isn't my natural hair color. <laughs> it isn't. What? No. My hair, it was, it was brown, like dark brown and beautiful, like, like dark chocolate was, I mean, I thought it was perfect. I mean, your hair is gorgeous, but it fits for you now. It's beautiful and you look like a queen. So here's my story and my teen, like claim to fame, 15 minutes or whatever you want to call it. I, I was always very tall and skinny and I got picked on my whole life for everything. My dad was a lumberjack, you know, he has, the lumber company. And he always said, you know, when, when things get bad in life or, or people are coming and you're upset, take it out in the wood. And when you're done, you will have something you can sell or use to warm your home or sell for someone else to, you know what I'm, what I'm getting at, right? Mm-hmm. One day, you know, the, the kids at school were really coming at me. 
They called me everything from, you know, they called me snake hips. Do you know what that is? Yes. Okay, they called me saved. They called me bean pole. They called me all, olive oil was the, the probably the, the one that they really stuck to me. I came home, I was 15 years old. I was so angry and I grabbed my, I grabbed my ax. I ran out to the backyard, took my coat off. I didn't, I was so angry. I just didn't, I didn't realize that it had started like misting outside, like rain a little bit. My parents had always said, never be in the backyard when it's raining, you know, because you're in an open area. I was just too angry to pay attention to it. I just started going at that wood and every bit of anger and everything I felt that I felt that day at school came out of me. And then I felt that like mist on my face and I felt, um, I felt a little bit better, but I said, I'm not done yet. So I threw my ax in the air to bring it down one more time with like this scream. And that's all I remember. And I woke up in the hospital and news trucks were there <laughs> and the press was there. And the headline was electric girl, teen girl gets shocked with 40 million volts of electricity and lives to tell the tale. I had not one scratch on me, but a week later, my hair started turning. And I dyed my hair for two years because I didn't want to be the kids anything else to pick on me for. But my mom and my dad told me, this is you and you have to embrace who you are now. And I let myself go gray. And yeah, they did come for me, but I don't know, there was something I got a little bit of strength in having this odd color hair for someone who was 16 or 17 years old. So that's, that. I mean, I guess you were talking about stories of strength. Like that's the only time I can actually think in my life where I was standing up for myself as hard as I stand up for other people in my job and what I do in life. As you've been telling this story, you suddenly notice, you're not sure when it happened, but the storm that was raging outside has stilled. The snow has stopped falling. The clouds have moved through. As you turn and look outside, a clear sky with more stars than you've ever seen in your life stands above you. And all you feel is a vaguely familiar cold mist on your cheek. You feel that, Robin? I do. This is so weird. This is so weird. It's, you know, it's, it's almost, and this is a reach, but it's almost as if the weather that's around me reacts to my emotions. <laughs> so bizarre. <laughs> completely impossible, but. Yeah, nothing is impossible here, I think. I, I'm beginning to believe that. And with passion like yours, anything is possible. The wolves begin to howl again, louder, <gasps> louder than ever. Feruza, it's like the sound surrounds you. It is beautiful and haunting and terrifying. And suddenly, it stops. You hear a thrash and off in the distance, a tree falls in the woods. Silence. Did you hear that? Please tell me it was just something in my head. 
no, that sounded not good. Usually when a tree falls, what's happening? Well, it depends. Is someone around to hear it? <laughs> In this case, right. yes. <laughs> maybe <If> someone we... <laughs> Wait, what? I said maybe we should check it out. Should we wake the others? No, they need their rest. Should we check right. it out? I think we should. Okay, just a peek. Just a peek. We won't, we won't go far. Okay, you just 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 to make th make sure things are okay, and that did, did you finish with Silas's pants? They look they look great. I like the extra bling you added. Yes, did you do any um, fancy embroidery? I, I did. I, I like I did just wildflowers. Like, I actually did a, did a SJ, just like a little SJ on it. SJMJ. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah finish that up and we'll, I'm just going to take a, a peek outside. Okay. Do you okay. bundle up or are you just going to step out as you are? Um, I'll bundle up. Okay. Because I think Robin up. knows she's probably going to go a little further. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You bundle yourselves up and as you approach the, the exit of, to this cave, you know, sort of ducking low, especially you furs it to get, yeah. you know, through the opening and step outside. It is just beautiful. Immediately you see your breath you know, just sort of form these clouds in front of your face as you walk forward. But it is clear. You can smell the cold, crisp snow in the air. Um, and you can see very distinctly in front of you tracks in the snow. Not coming from the cave, but from around the side leading off into the woods in the direction that you think you heard the tree fall. What kind of tracks do these look like? Do they look animalistic or humanoid? Would you like or to do a survival away? check? <laughs> I'm gonna let her do this one all on uh -huh. her own. Yeah. Oh, she can. Yeah, she can do it. She can do it. Oh gosh, <laughs> she can't. Okay, <laughs> what's no. your roll? Yeah, I got an eight, so it's an all eight. you. Um, <laughs> as you look at them, th this is definitely a four-legged creature. So not human. Um, they're not feet <laughs> in the human sense. Um, <laughs> Four-legged, paws, hooves, you're Simple. not sure. But Something yes, not, not a foot. <laughs> Something came to look in on us, Robin. I just don't know when. And it looks like it's going towards the sound of the that we heard. Okay, so here we, this is, these are our options right now. We bundle up. I'm thank, thanking the good Lord for this boiler suit because I'm gonna be honest with you, Robin, we haven't eaten anything and I swear my original clothes are tight. What are in those things that Robin is giving us? Not Robin, that, sorry. <laughs> you can see where my brain is right now. The things that never, maybe they're like calorific or something, but I feel like my clothes are tight. You know, the berries she gives us? <laughs> my clothes feel tighter, but the boiler suit, thank God it's a bag enough. But yeah, I, took, I had to take my pants off. Well, you look great. All right, I'll deal with it. Um, second option, we just, we pull up our, our pull ourselves up and we, we go check 
while the others are sleeping or we wake them up and we all go together. Yeah, while I enjoy my time adventuring with you, I do think this might be something we should involve the others in. I agree. Because right. um, there are four feet there we see and um, <laughs> Ned is sleeping. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Right. Okay. All right. Let's so if, wake them up. Are you going to wait enough. till the end of their rest to wake them up? Yes. Okay. No. So no. Rosa <laughs> says no. Robin says yes. <laughs> it's a mid decision. Uh, uh, Robin will, you know, Faruza, uh, okay. it's been very long, you know, without rest. I think let us wait it out and make sure that they're rested. Okay. Okay. Uh, I agree with you. Just pour me another cup if you you drink your tea and coffee and wait. The sun just begins to come up, a little bit of light coming in from the outside. And you feel that the four hours have passed and the others are beginning to stir. Um, there's still coffee. It's a little old now, but probably doesn't matter when it's that strong. Um, and yes, the rest of the three of you begin to awake. Silas kind of rolls over. It's like, Oh man, I'm on a rock. And then he like <laughs> he pulls out and he's like <laughs> Did he fall back asleep again? And then he he is liter he literally just sits there in silence for a moment and then he lets out just a huge Eureka! 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 What what Did what what? We find gold? <laughs> And he's just there. And, and, and Silas doesn't hear a word that any of the others yeah. are saying, but inside his head, um, he's basically just hearing like a um but a doom 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 doom. <laughs> what I want you got and it might be hard to handle <laughs> like a flame that burns a candle. <laughs> and uh it go, goes this is going on all the times. You make my dreams come true you know and it's <laughs> it's just playing and then everybody sees him jump up and he's like mouthing words and you <laughs> might get the faintest little idea that you hear the riffs of the music Ooh. just slightly coming out and he's dancing and he's like <laughs> dancing with the hat and he's singing the song and completely oblivious to everything well, and everything else <laughs> Look who wished his hat back into existence. <laughs> I, a couple, I couple of risky business slides in there, I see. Absolutely. <laughs> probably in underwear because his pants probably don't fit anymore with uh, no. but but then he, he just turns around and he's like, No power in the verse can stop me. No power in the verse can stop me. I dreamed this back into existence, and then I had another dream that uh, Miss Robin and Faruza were having really loud conversations around me while I was sleeping. And I knew that like that would never happen. They would never Ever. actually do that. And But but I dreamed that Miss Robin sewed my pants together and they're sewed back together too. It's magic. It's prophetic, magic. Prophetic dreams. That's amazing. Oh, oh my goodness. Looks good on you, Silas. I just thought I would never get oh. it back. Oh my gosh. Don't lose it oh again. Gosh. Oh, and Maeve just walks over to the coffee and fills it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Feel better? I'm so happy for you. 
Does it still fit, Silas? So, it, it, it fits. It fits like, of course it does. It fits like a charm. Your hair is a, <laughs> is a mess, a matted mess of just mud and water and blood and everything. But yeah, it slides right on that memory. Oh, this is perfect. This is perfect. I cannot believe this place is so magical. I mean, I think that anything's possible. All right. Well, now we need to know. What is it about this hat that you've been dreaming about it and dreamed it back into existence? Why is it so important? Um, I, uh, Pops gave it to me. He was my grandfather. Um, actually, is the one that died that gave me the ticket to this. But it, it's, just, it's just really, really special to me. It's a one of a kind. I don't think any others exist out there. And I once had, I had this collector come in one time and try to give me $5,000 for this used hat. And I was, it was so mysterious and I was trying to figure it out. And why would anybody care about this random hat that my pops gave me? <laughs> um, but, uh, but they wouldn't tell me anything about it. And actually I was looking into that a little bit with this trip because that collector was reportedly, in, in, anyway, um, I was going to scout out some stuff and uh and and ultimately uh it's just it's just very important to me for sentimental reasons and apparently it's worth a lot of money and apparently it's important enough that you can dream it back into existence uh, apparently i mean like <laughs> this makes me want to see what else i could dream like i don't know if i can control my dreams because some of the stuff that i dream is wild i'm talking about it is like super wild and if that comes real then we're all in trouble but um, but I'm I'm hoping that I can contain the power that is within me. Well, you were thinking about wishing for your hat before you went to sleep. So maybe maybe when we go to sleep tonight, tomorrow, whenever we're going to sleep, I don't know what time it is. <laughs> think of what you want to wish for next. Maybe that was the key. The last two clues. That's what I should try to dream about. <laughs> All right, I mean, we'll see. Maybe, maybe it doesn't work every time, but but I I'm just saying that I don't um, know. It seemed to be that you uh, you wished the the magical dance thing that you've been doing into existence, and <laughs> you believed so hard in that uh, that that it seemed to happen. Now you've wished your hat back into existence. So maybe maybe the equation is do you want something badly enough? Maybe it's not the actual dream. Maybe that's just a medium or a vehicle for it. Maybe you just have to want something so badly that you manifest it into some version of the reality that we currently find ourselves in. I mean, Are we I... all trapped in your nightmare, Silas? <laughs> Why is it a nightmare? Well, Risa, I, I don't mean... know. I don't know. I don't think this is a nightmare. I don't think so, because I would not have come up with the made-up creature that Neb turned into last night. Because I don't even know what that is. It's and so not that... a made-up creature. And I'm going to look right at Robin, because I figure if anybody knows what this is, it would be Robin. <laughs> I, I figured out I could turn into a pangolin last night. Oh, how lovely. What, you know what one of those is? <laughs> Miss Robin, are you just pulling my leg right now? You didn't have animal books as a child. Yes. I had plenty of animal books. I had books that had dinosaurs in them. And I have never seen, this was like a, a, a half dinosaur, half something else. 
They're and adorable. It's definitely not. Does everybody know what a penguin? Uh, pe- penguin? Penguin? What is it, it called again? Pangolin. Pangolin. <laughs> Does everybody you... know what one of those is except for me? I don't. Uh, uh, it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. Does anybody have any charge left on their phone? I, I don't have a phone anymore. Sorry. I do. No. Okay, uh, I Google, have a flip Google phone. Google How do you spell that? A N G O L I N. See, she Pangolin. knows what it is. It's not a made-up creature. I mean, I would love oh, nothing more than to be able right to turn into <laughs> you are not getting service. There's no service here. We're All right, listen, I'm going to take your words for it. Zero bars. I'm just saying negative that, that, G. that was a wild-looking, nutty creature. Um, and I guess the point still stands. I didn't even know what that was, but she turned into it. And so how could I have dreamt it if she turned into it? And so I'm just saying, like, even subconsciously, no one could come up with something that looks as absurd as that animal does. Um, and so I don't think it's a dream. Wow. I, I wonder if we can take that. Oh, go ahead. What were you saying, Nab? I'm sorry. I'm just wondering if I should be offended or not about <laughs> what just happened, but I guess I'll just accept it. No, so I'm sorry just saying like absurd is not a bad word. It, it, it's super absurd, but it's, I mean, it, it's, it's uh, beautiful in its own way, but I'm just saying it's, it's like, I mean, who is sitting down to make animals and is like, oh, I'm going to make a pango. The same people who made a platypus. What were you going to say, Feruza? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was going to wonder if you can take that back with you. I mean, this is assuming we ever get back. But can you imagine like being able to do this, like walking down the street in New York City? Oh, so much money. <laughs> the movie, like, this is, that would be crazy. I don't get a television special. Or you could busk. I don't know. I've seen <laughs> the subway. I, I've seen enough of those. Or you get arrested. Or, or the you, other. you end up being grabbed by the government or somebody because you can do something. I mean, <laughs> Silas, you've read comic books. You've all, you've all seen yeah. stories. No, the, gov- the government does that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah, they'd either. There, there are apparently there are fifty other areas outside of fifty. Like, so I'm just saying there are areas everywhere. Silas, did you happen to dream up a creature, <laughs> you know, one in the snow that knocks over trees and eat, eats wolves last night? Eats wolves? I don't wolves. know. I'm stretching I mean, the story here a little. <laughs> yeah, I don't. She's I don't adding, making it worse. I dreamed that, but oh, no. um, I don't. I, I feel like there's something you should probably tell us if you're asking questions like that. But are we going to go after these last two clues? Because I am sick of this cave. <laughs> Maybe we just need a break from the cave to refresh ourselves. A side quest? <laughs> sure. Side quest. side quest takes you away from the main quest and then you complete the game in way more time. Are but you saying you we... want to rush through this? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just so saying, saying I want to be done with creature. the cave. A creature that knocked, that ate trees and li- lifted wolves. We, we're not sure. We were going to go check it out because we really wanted to, but we said no. Nope, not this time. And you couldn't see it from mm-hmm. here. Yep. And we we decided collectively to let you guys sleep. <laughs> You're welcome. So now that we're all awake, we should go if figure out. If you had awakened me before I dreamed my hat into existence, I don't know. 
well, I would never have known it, but still, like I would have been so upset. So thank you so much for letting us finish. Neb has gotten up and gone to the mouth of the mine and is looking yes. out because she's heard <laughs> trees have been knocked over and wolves have been killed. And now she's very concerned. So um, see, as you step outside, you also see this, this, the four legged creature tracks uh -huh. um, that seem to kind of come up to the edge of the cave, but not enter and then head off into the woods. Uh, do you think whatever it was, was what made these tracks? I mean, what if it was Kool-Aid Man? What sort of tracks? Uh, come here, you know, come no. here and take a look. And I'll- All right. <sighs> you okay? Cracking, lots of everything cracking as they <laughs> get up. And... Oh my gosh. Washing to the mouth of the cave. Yeah, see? Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming this is what Robin and Feruza were talking about. Uh, what in the light they... of day, if you'd like to make a survival check, one of you can. Sure. You can do it together. You can help each other. Yeah. Oh, sure. Seems I'll... to be some sort of animal. <laughs> may I help? May I yes. help with this? Yes. What is your intelligence base? I'm uh, a plus one. Plus okay. one. Uh, so my survival is a plus three. If you'd like Great. to roll that. So plus me. four, I will roll. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Neb. As you go over to look at this, and then, you know, um, Maeve sort of dusts a little bit of the, the snow, like the fresh fallen snow, to give you a better look at the actual imprint, um, you can see that these are very deep, slender um, uh, footprints. You're immediately conjuring images of, of moose, elk, deer, very thin slender legs with hooves um, that sink deep into the snow. You even catch a little bit of the drag of the hoof as it would have lifted its leg and dragged a little to place it in again. Um, and, and as you kind of start to take a look at the gate, it was um, uh, misleading to look at it before. It looked like it was a smaller animal, but that's because of the four-legged gate. This is a large creature. So you're thinking moose, elk, caribou something quite big i turn back to feruza with a big grin on my face i think your friend came by to check on us last night well you have a friend here uh, wait most. a minute is is is, oh. is nev back human again <laughs> or is she a pangolin smiling at me no, no she's i haven't turned into a pangolin i'm waving you over i i think it was your most friend look you think you, you can tell it it was the moose I saw like I don't know days months years ago. I mean, <laughs> I, I, like I can't last night or <laughs> maybe the night before. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that long, although it feels like it's been weeks. Yeah. I mean, I can't say for sure, but you see how they're they're really skinny and they're very far apart and I mean, I think it's like a moose and Considering where we are and everything that's been going on, I have to assume it's your moose. I mean, normally those kind of coincidences are pretty wild, but I mean, honestly, I just dreamed my hat back into existence. So. Does Does anyone else think it's strange that Robin has found her her uh, hummingbird friend? Her husband Feruza bird. has a moose. Sounds like we and all know. Nebby is all of the things. <laughs> well, yeah. is it? I want to work on all the things, but I want to so graze the wolf, and I shall call it timber. 
Maeve is right. There's there's like a connective tissue going throughout all of these instances that I can't quite figure out yet and may never figure out. So forget I said that. <laughs> we might not wow. figure it out because we're going to die on a side quest. So, Well, that's you know, not exciting. Well, well now, thankfully, everyone's really optimistic. <laughs> now that we know it's probably a moose and not some wolf killing thing, you said it it knocked a tree down. Maybe we should see why. Maybe there's a reason. Yes. It's just rescuing a cat from the upper branches, I'm sure. Maybe. I'm not we're... ruling anything out as long as we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Robin just picks up her, you know, her feet with her rain boots in them and just <laughs> starts walking out of the snow. Into I, the snow. I, I will join her. Okay. Uh, Nev follows. I pour yeah. my remaining coffee into one of my thermoses. <laughs> and yeah, kind of coaches. kind of just flashing, um, like just barely, like almost sputtering in and out with Silas. It's almost looks like a quest marker and it's pointing <laughs> back the wrong direction <laughs> and we're walking away from it. And it's just like, you know, it just sputters out eventually. Just super, super faint. As, as Robin's kind of leading them towards the sound. She yes. says... You know what they say. What? Curiosity fed the cat, but satisfaction <laughs> oh, brought him back that's... for more. <laughs> At least eight more times. That, that certainly that. is a saying. <laughs> it's one of them. <laughs> All right, as you walk it through the snow. It has been said. It has been said. It is <laughs> good to see once. sunlight, though. I will say that. Yes, so, it is. It is as the sun begins to rise. I mean, it's a little bit blinding the reflection of it off the snow as as you you know sunglasses walk in. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, it's quite bright now, and and again, it's cold and crisp. But that sun does a lot to just make it a little bit more tolerable. Um, as Robin sort of strides off through the snow, following these tracks. Um, they lead her down sort of a, a zigzag path that takes you down towards the, the rivers uh, that are at sort of the bottom of this, this pass. Um, the rivers are mostly frozen over, but you can hear them trickling underneath. Uh, there are a couple of places where the running water is you know, still sort of um, breaking through the surface. Um, it's really, you know, very beautiful. Uh, all you hear is just the trickle of that water. There's no airplanes. There are no trucks. There's no nothing, just nature and the crunch of snow under your feet. Mm. Um, you can see that these footprints cross the rivers. Oh, how far, how far across is the river? They're not super wide. You're probably like 10 feet each, and there's a little sort of landing in between that's maybe 15 feet, the twin rivers. Fruz is just going to look at everybody and look I, back across the river. <laughs> I mean, we should be careful, but if it could hold a moose, it should be able to hold us, right? I'm just wondering how far we should go. Away from you mean away. We do have a mission. <laughs> uh, away from right. the the main quest, as Silas would say. That's true. Well, here's okay. the, I've played enough video games to know that when you go on a side quest, you do those things so that you can get more clues about the story and you can level up. So I think we keep going and check out what Feruza's moose. I mean, sometimes it's just for you know achievements and completely meaningless <laughs> cosmetics. 
<laughs> you and I have played very different video games. Maybe. Just click on the compass that appears on each scene. <laughs> the map. You have four out of 25. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, the video games. Okay. I, I was there when... I was there when we were playing Pong, and you know what I learned about Pong is that no matter where the ball bounces, it's gonna take It's better you right when back. it lands in beer. <laughs> I haven't played that version. Oh, well, I got a game for you. If we ever make it back to the train, we'll have to see if there's still some beer on the train. <laughs> That's right. There's a train somewhere. Isn't there? <laughs> I'm glad I'm this to get back to that <laughs> at some point. At some point, um, I think we should finish what we were. I think know. we should go back in the cave. I don't know, actually. I, I want to take a look from where I am. Yes. And so we see the tracks continuing on the other side of the yes. river. It goes up into the woods. Okay. It can't be that much farther if the two of you could hear, I mean, a tree sure. falling in the woods. That's one of those jokes, right? It, it, you were there, so it had to have happened. It can't be too far away, right? Yeah, but I mean, this may be like one of those Metroidvania things where it's like we've gotten to a point now where we can't do this until we go get a key somewhere <laughs> or until we do, you know, like that, those, that really irritating genre where you come across something that you can't quite do yet. I mean, I'm well, just saying, I'm fine to cross, try to cross the river. Like, do we have any clues? Mm -hmm. Well, no, it's just iced over, and I'm going to try to cross. You're going to try to cross? Uh, Neb, yeah, as you as you step out, um, there's a little crack but no, okay. below your foot. Uh, it supports you, um, but you, you, know, you start to feel that, ooh, the sun is out. You know, the moose mm. crossed at night. This is bright oh. daylight. It doesn't feel totally stable underneath your feet. That Even if you could make it, Neb, it ain't holding me. No, that's that's fair. I thought I thought we could do this, but I am a little nervous about someone getting Metroidvania. Wet. Less about Metroid and more about freezing cold water. Mm. Hmm. I really want to go see what's going on with the moose, but maybe we do this tonight. Maybe we wait for the sun to go down and it to get cold wait. again. Just throwing it out there, because apparently you guys didn't like this uh, <laughs> this this before. But I'm gonna throw it out there again. What if Neb were to turn into a wolf and then could just run across and run over the hill and see if they can find something and then report back? Are you what faster as a wolf, Neb? I don't know. The only time I've been a wolf, I was inside a mine, but I'd love to try. If if nothing else, I could probably jump over this. Why don't you I turn can't... into just like a rat where you'll definitely be light enough to not break it? Or turn into like a firefly or something. Can you do that? Okay, or which are we going? <laughs> which are we going with? Because I feel like some of these are way better about getting across the river. Am I going alone? Is that what we're, we're talking about? Oh my gosh. Because if I'm going um, alone, I don't want to be something that is prey. I want to be a predator. Oh, yeah. That oh. makes a lot of sense. Turn into a bird of prey. <laughs> oh my. Like a peregrine falcon. I'm going to think really hard okay. about a peregrine falcon. And... Yeah. 
Hmm? I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm. I I don't know if I'm picturing it quite right. Yeah, I guess. We probably don't have the cheese. Yeah, something about the but... aerodynamics of that creature. Yeah. Your your brain can't quite wrap wrap itself around that yet. Look, here's the thing. How does the sky look? Beautiful. Crystal clear blue. Okay. Does it look like there are any clouds anywhere that would be moving in later? No. Or like it is looks it... so clear. I mean it looks like yeah. Perfect hmm. blue sky. All right. Well, I don't think we're in danger of this being snowed over at the moment. And mm. it doesn't seem like the creature or whatever it was crossed a while ago. So we're unlikely to catch it at this point, right? That makes Maybe sense. it'll just come back and visit again tonight. I just hmm. don't know if it's a good idea to be wandering out here at, at night in the dark because a lot of things creep out. I mean, it's your friend. <laughs> and it, they came to check on us. I mean, did you see the track stopped right outside of the, the mine? So I'm just more curious yeah. as to what could knock down a tree. Oh, well, apparently, Feruza, I heard that she is like <laughs> from a family of lumberjacks. <laughs> maybe that maybe. was the explanation she gave when I asked. Are there Why any other creatures around? Uh, I mean, you see birds, um, you know, probably, Maine. you know, little squirrels and things like Neb, that. Chipmunks. Yeah, do you think there's out? anyone here who might have seen something? Uh, probably. Do we, oh. do we see anything that I could talk to that is going to have, uh, uh, that is going to have an, <laughs> um, an intelligence that is going to be smart enough to have a memory more than five minutes. I've, I've very quickly learned that not everything I talk to has the, the capacity to really hold thoughts in their head. I'm going to look around for. Yeah. I mean, you're seeing small woodland creatures and they're hard to catch, right? Like a chipmunk will stick its head out of its little burrow and then just disappear immediately. Yeah. Uh, birds are probably your best bet. There are, you know, quite a few little birds uh, flapping around. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, underneath the snow, hard to say. I'll give it a try. If I see some birds, because yeah. it works with every thing it's not a single creature so yeah. i will I'll, I'll give a, a very long look at a, a finch you, up in the tree yeah absolutely uh you see a finch sort of perched up there it's it's shaking its wings trying to shake the dew and the ice off of its wings and it you know sort of exercising out its shoulder muscles a little bit good morning <laughs> you hear it go morning <laughs> oh, I gotta! I have to learn how to roll my R's now. Hi. <laughs> uh, can I ask a favor if you've got a moment? Um, the bird sort of leaps off into the air, flaps its wings, does a couple of little little spins, and lands on a lower branch. I've never spoken to one like you. I am a Disney princess. This is amazing. <laughs> I've never spoken to a bird either. So Smoke. this is a new, <laughs> the accent, sorry. Uh, so this is a new experience for all of us. Um, we're following some tracks of what I think is a, a moose and it sounded like a tree fell. Do, do you know what happened? Yes, follow me. 
it immediately takes flight. <laughs> back and forth in front of you, flies right across that river, almost sort of hovering practically like a hummingbird as it just sort of, you know, darts back and forth as quick as it can. What are you waiting for? Neb's not waiting that she's going to follow the bird. <laughs> as you step out into the ice, uh, about halfway through, you feel your foot dunk down. You pull it up. It is freezing cold and wet. Please give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, yeah. Here we go again. All right. All right. Okay. That's an 18. 18. Um, whew, you feel it immediately begin to soak through your shoes into your sock. As soon as it reaches the air, it begins to harden and become ice. Um, it is absolutely frozen your foot. Um, very uncomfortable. Stepping on it is painful. Uh, can I quickly get to the other side before no, the things get dumped? You pull yourself forward. You land in this sort of island in between the two uh, twin rivers. The the finch looks down at you. Whoopsie daisies. That's that's one way of of saying it. Okay. Ah, uh, that was that was really cold. How does the ice look for the rest of the way? Yeah, don't do that again. What are you doing? I would like to not do that again. Yes, be very careful. You said um, your survival was a plus three? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, gosh, hard to tell. There's a lot of snow on top of that ice. Knowing the condition of this, the ice underneath would be really tricky. Um, you potentially see like a rock in the middle. So you could jump a five foot, jump a five foot, but it would be hard. <gasps> Especially with a frozen foot. Neb. Yeah. You got to get down like a penguin and, and go on your stomach, kind of, you know, flatten out the surface area so you're not, yes, you you know. Absolutely. Slide. I'm just turning into a penguin. Come, friend. I'm, we'll miss uh, it, friend. Come. I'm gonna, apparently, I'm going to miss something, but I will get down on my belly, and I don't care how ridiculous I look, I'm gonna do exactly what, what Robin is, said. Silas okay. is gonna keep, like, he's gonna start kind of rushing down the river in, like, uh, one uh, direction to see if there is another way to cross or something. Fantastic. What is your survival? Oh, goodness. Um, I would like for you to roll that. You got it. Silas might have false confidence anyway. <laughs> um, so, uh, that is gonna be a plus zero. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, as you run down the side of this river, uh, yeah, you see rocks. You see a log, a big log that's kind of like traversing like almost the whole thing. Like a tree fell a while ago and it's just covered up the whole thing. But it's, you know, you, you've had to like run a good like 50 feet, 75 feet down that river. You know, meanwhile, Neb is over here supermanning across, you know, making snow angels as she sort of pulls herself across the little bird. Funny, funny, so funny. As she kind of floats around the side. It does seem to help. Uh, you can feel every once in a while as you put too much weight on one hand and there's a little crack and you're just sort of slowly pulling yourself across. Please give me just a, a flat sort of dexterity check for this. Okay. That's a five. That's a five. Uh, just as you're getting to the other side and you start to push yourself up onto your hands and knees in order to scramble up on the bank, whew, both of your hands and your knees slide through the center. I need another constitution saving throw, please. Okay. All right. Okay. That's a 16. Okay. You pull your hands out. They shake 
this tiny little quiver down into your nerves. Everything is just pain. You can't help but let out a, a, a moan as you pull yourself up onto the bank, rolling over onto your, your back. Your hands are instantly blue and purple just from that feeling and, and, and the, the wet along the sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, forearm of your jacket and on the knees of your pants as you pull yourself out, it immediately begins to freeze in the cold air. I'm going to immediately light up. I'm going to try both my hands, but I think I can only do one at a time. Okay. So I'll just light up my hands with fire immediately and go, um, I'm okay. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Your How are you? Your foot is a a a practically an icicle. Um, you know, I, I'm going to ask you for another. Actually, uh, all of you give me survival checks, please. Okay. okay. Survival checks? Yes. Uh, okay. I'm way too distracted by all of the pain I'm yep. in. I got a five. Yeah. Three. 16, 16 from Maeve. Two. Two from <laughs> Silas. He's down the river anyways. <laughs> Robin? 18. A what? 18. 18. Oh. So Robin and Maeve, Maeve, both of you, it pops and your eyes open. You realize if, if Neb stays wet, it's just going to get worse and worse. That, that, that uh, if... She has to get dry, even if it means taking clothes off, um, that this will immediately be frostbite within minutes if she remains wet. Neb, Neb, yeah. what if you turn into a creature? Will that help? I had, uh, sure. Think of something fuzzy. The only fuzzy thing I can think of is, is that wolf again. And so I'm gonna try to ignore every bit of my body that is frozen and yes. picture that wolf and try to turn back into the wolf. Turn into like a beaver. <laughs> it's a little too late for that. All right. You pop into wolf form immediately. Things feel a little bit warmer, a little bit more loose, right? Your, your muscles, your uh, adrenaline pumping, the way that a, a wolf's body regulates itself immediately, your heart starts beating a little faster. <laughs> You start to pant, which gets all the blood moving and everything warms up a little bit. You feel just made for this. The paw, you know, the pads on the bottom of your feet uh, insulate you from the cold of the snow. You look over at the bird who goes, cool, and flits off into the woods. And out loud, she's she's just going to say, oh, I guess I'm going to find out whether wolves can talk to birds. And all you hear is the <laughs> but I'll stand up and look back at you and, and give you like a happy face. Like, thank you. Like, this is a very good idea. All right. Silas is starting Neb. to come back down the, the shore and he's okay. just saying, what, what are we going to do now? I mean, she's going off by herself. Neb has disappeared into the woods. Yes. What do the four of you would well, like to do? Did you find another way across? There, there's a log over here, but it, it's still pretty treacherous. This entire side quest is really becoming more than we bargained for. <laughs> well, there's no turning back how that happens. You said you saw a wall? No, it's a log. Oh. Like, you know, the kind that you'd have to shimmy across or, you know, tiptoe across. And we could probably make it, but... I mean, we've got to follow her. We can't let her go off by herself. That moose yeah, might no, maul her to death. How are we going to get across? Are we just going to jump across then? Well, well, no, I just said there was a log. Like, we should probably take the <laughs> what? log. What? I mean, she's not You're a just log. Just jump across the river? Like, do you think that a you can A log across the river. I don't know. Do you, you think, think she's going to go far? Because 
Are you know Deb. I think she's gonna go far. Yeah, <laughs> we put on a big one. Yeah, we've lost. Plus, it's her. not like she can yell out uh, to tell us because she can maybe howl or something. But then we have no way of knowing if that's a strange wolf or our Neb wolf. <gasps> that's a terrible thought, but you're exactly right. All right, uh, Robin's going to head towards the log. I'm going to go down the log. I'll try to help people All right. You all begin to make your way down the side of the river uh, towards Mm -hmm. the log. You can see around the log, the log has held some heat in, and all of the water beneath this log is is rushing water. Um, It's not frozen where this is. Uh, You can see that other branches and leaves and other sort of detritus has kind of lodged itself along this this log. The log itself is pretty waterlogged and and old and a little bit mossy and slippery and wet. Uh, You can see ice has formed along the top of this log. Okay, I just got a glance at it earlier. This is probably a really bad idea. I wonder, and can I yes. um, use my letter opener to try and hack across it, kind of creating a pathway? Hmm. Your letter opener. It is It is sharper than uh, most letter openers are. And it, 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 it will expand yeah. if I need it to. Yeah. Um, let's see. Give or me... Feruza has an axe. <laughs> I mean, we can also go with We could all try. Yeah, you could try to get Fruza. You want to help with your axe? Of course I do. This idea? Okay. So we're going to do some uh, natural wood planing here. Out some backwoods (laughs) planing of woods here. Um, Fruza's made for this. So the log doesn't disintegrate. Let's do. Well, if it does, we'll know it wouldn't have held our weight. Very true. Very true. We'll do um, a a a sort of group strength check with Maeve and Feruza, the two of you working together. Uh, What is your strength, Maeve? Uh, My strength is a minus one. It's a minus one. Okay. (laughs) So, um, if you were trying, so we'll use your dexterity, uh, and and Feruza. So, what is your your dexterity base? It's a plus three. It's a plus three. A plus All right, Feruza, and what is a what is your strength base? My strength is a plus one. Is a plus one. Okay. No, my strength is a plus three. I'm lying. My yes, I was gonna say it probably <laughs> should be. Um, so yes. So each of you uh, make a roll and add your dexterity and your strength bonuses. Okay. Actually, you know what? Ooh. We can make it a plus four if we're using my letter opener. Yes, because if you are this. proficient with your weapon, we'll go uh, ahead and be- call it that. Beyond that, it's yeah, it's it's bound to me. Oh, oh, even better. So, so add your proficiency, add your, your bound so weaponry. So, so plus all of those goodies, it's a plus six. Plus six for you? From, what is it for you, Bruza? Mine is a 13 and that's with plus my, that's with my bonuses. I'm trying to see if there's any other bonuses I can possibly, I mean, I have, I'm powerful. That's all I can say. It's all, you're also your power. Okay. So <laughs> if we have a 13, uh, what was your yeah. role, Maeve? Uh, I have not rolled it. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Roll and add your six. Uh, so it's a 16. A 16 and a 13. Okay. So, Feruza, you take the first sort of lop at it, right? Um, mm-hmm. And you're able to get like a chunk off the top of it. And mm-hmm. and then we'll say, Maeve, you come in and kind of clean it up, right? So Feruza mm-hmm. gets a good chop, cleans off the top, and then you come in and kind of even it out, make it a more level surface. And you can see that, yes, the wood beneath, while it's wet, it's not icy and it's not mossy and slippery. Um, 
you can, if you want, sort of slowly <laughs> make your way across. Veruza okay. hacking and Maeve going, you know, kind of behind. Now it's going to be a little tricky because this log is only really wide enough for one person at a time. So as Oof. far as you can reach, so the first like two, three feet, you can do this. Beyond that, you'll have to sort of choose or come up with a strategy. Oh boy. While you're thinking about that, Neb, <laughs> you dash off into the woods, the finch flying in front of you in and out of trees. You're using the this newfound agility and the quickness that you have. There's less snow here where the, the tree cover sort of covers it. You're dashing through. It's fun almost. You can feel the sort of natural uh, 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 pull toward the woods that you have when you're in this form. Suddenly, you come up short. As in front of you, you see a huge fallen tree lying across your path. Um, it is at least five feet in diameter, a really enormous tree. And as you look, you can see boulders have fallen all along the edge of, of sort of where the base of this tree was. And at this point, you cannot see over the tree. It is taller than you are. I'm going to attempt to see if I can talk to a bird while I have, while I have the ability to talk to animals while I am a wolf. So Neb will look up at the finch and she's going to say, what's on the other side? Which I guess comes out as or, or if I can talk it's, to the finch, does it come out as it's, it's, it's magic, right? So like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's a concentration spell. She can do it with wild shape. Yeah. So I feel like actually, yeah. I, I don't. I don't even think it's concentration. I don't even well, think it is. No, no. speak with animals is not concentration. So. Just, I mean, yeah. I don't. It's it's not like you need vocal cords or lips or anything, right? So, <laughs> I mean, obviously, wolves have vocal cords, but they don't have lips. Um, or or dexterous tongues like that. But yeah, I think somehow <laughs> your wolf, you know, uh, magically kind of this tweety sound comes out. Um, so yes, what did you ask the, what do you ask the finch? I can't see over the tree. What's on the other side? The, the finch lands up above and this sort of twittering that you're used to quiets. It turns back its one dark eye on the side of its head, catches yours, and it just shakes its head three times and very quietly says, turn around. Um, Go back to your friends. And flies off into the trees. I want to take a moment and really listen real hard to see if there's something else out here that this bird has noticed and I haven't. Perception check. Okay. Um, and since I'm listening, because wolves are really good at this, I, I get advantage, advantage on this. Wolves. Yes. Because wolves. wolves. Because wolves. That's uh, a 24. Thank it you. It's a 24. The wind is not very strong here. But even you think you sense the resistance of wind against flesh. 
And as you sniff as well, using your other because of wolves, because wolves sense, <laughs> you smell fresh blood on the air. Can I tell which direction it's coming from? The other side of the tree. How far away? You said this, this tree had fallen over. So mm -hmm. there's obviously a place where it had mm -hmm. originally been. I yep. would like to very quietly move in that direction so that I could look around. Give me a wolf stealth check, please. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be way better than my stealth check. Um, <laughs> the wolf has a plus four. Actually, I'd like you to roll that then. So it. the wolf has a plus four. about 50 feet a bit down slope um, to go find your way around the stump of this tree. Uh, as you make your way down, you can see that, that when the tree fell, it pulled up 20 feet of root. So it's this tall root base with mud and, and ice and rock and plant life attached to it, leaving a crater of warm earth underneath behind it, uh, its way. Um, do you want to go through this crater and around or go down and around the crater as well? My my goal is to just peek around. Um, what would keep me potentially more stealthy so that I could peer around like a corner? Of so staying tree? closer to the roots, going down into the crater and up around would allow to give you a bit of, you'd have to expose yourself pretty much as if you came around the edge. Then yeah, I want to go down and up and try right. to stay stealthy. You step down into this crater, the loose earth sort of moving below your feet. You're able to adjust to it. As you begin to walk, you see earthworms and just insect life. Whatever is living beneath this tree is just alive and been uprooted by the fall of it. Um, you climb up the other side again, digging your claws in. As a human, this would be almost impossible, but digging your claws into this loose earth, you're able to just <sighs> pull yourself up around the side as you peer around to look on the other side of this tree. You see that the tree has pulled down a few others, kind of clearing up. Still about 30, 40, 50 feet back where you were on the other side. You can see a number of furry bodies lying in a clearing, fresh blood on their pelts. From this distance, you can't tell whether they are alive or dead, but they don't move. The breeze just gently caresses their fur. Do I see or hear or smell any other creatures? assumably whatever attack from, from the previous very good check um, no you would identify the sound and the smell that you have found before to be what you're seeing now I'm gonna scramble out of the hole and approach as you approach slowly getting closer you see ten wolves slaughtered only one you catch a raspy breath its chest heaving high and low as it takes its final breaths i'm gonna come on over and sit down next to it what happened 
This one is dark, dark gray, almost black fur, uh, almost a silver running through it. Um, as you come close, its huge head, almost with a mane, sort of shifts. As it rasps, you can feel these are its very last breaths. It looks to you. It says, Run. Far away, never saw it coming. As the air expels from its lungs. I think in this moment she does, she runs. And it's less about her. And it's, it's, I think in this moment she has the instinct of another wolf has told her to run and she's going to run. And she's going to run back to her pack because they as might be you, in trouble. As you run as fast as you can back around this crevice, this time you don't go through it, you go around the edge. Uh, you begin to hear <laughs> steps way off in the distance as you turn looking behind you as you run, more trees fall, but you see, you don't see what is causing these trees to, to, to stumble. As they do, a huge moose runs behind you directly towards this creature. It stops, looks at you, snorts, turns, and runs towards this creature as you continue off. Continue, go ahead. Oh, uh, what are you doing? To the wolf, <laughs> to, the, the wolf. to the moose. <laughs> to the moose from yeah. the wolf. You can speak to We, we kind of stop going in, it's Have going in the wrong moment. direction. It I'm turns. going to. <laughs> it says, go back to your friends. I will guide it away. As it turns into the woods, running away the opposite direction of you, towards the sound, towards the crashing trees, towards the invisible creature. I'm going to keep running towards my friends. That's Run. All I can do. Following your footsteps back the direction that the finch led you, you make it back towards the river. You, just as you're getting there, you're seeing your friends hacking at a log about, you know, fit, not too far from where you came out of the woods. Mm -hmm. I, can Did I just... we hear that in the distance? Uh, you can. It is not quite as intense for you. Um, we'll say just as you were finishing those sort of three feet of carved log, um, you do hear. It, it, this is now quite a bit farther away from you. I come to a, a screeching halt right yes. in front of the log and yes. and I'm going to growl at my friends in that way of turn around and go back. Is that Neb? You Neb, is that you? You see a, a and small I wolf with some blue oh, it's, it's in Neb. its hair it's the blue. nodding and growling at you. Okay, uh, come on, let's get out of here. I will back up a little bit and I'm gonna jump across the river. Or try to jump you, as far as I can. You jump, you leap. I'm pretty sure this is a fairly doable leap for a wolf. Uh, but go ahead and give me a, a strength check. Okay. Athletics check, I guess, for um, a wolf. Strength check for a wolf. Do I have anything for athletics? I am preparing to catch the wolf <laughs> if the wolf comes up short. Sure. I've got okay. nothing for athletics, but I, I've got at least a bonus to strength instead okay. of a, a negative. Ha! That's oh, a natural but... 20 for 21. Oh, nice. I have been told by, by a wolf and a moose to run, and I am running. You're running. You take a cup, the wolf takes a couple of steps back to get that running leap. You fly through the air. It's just, it's that, you know, it's that quick two front legs, 
two back legs touch in the middle of that island and you again soar over that second lake, uh, second lake, second river, landing on the other side, sort of screeching to a halt in the snow. Uh, it piles up on one side of you, helping you stop as you look, your eyes frantic, staring up towards your friends. We were just about to, to join you, Neb. What, uh, what, what happened? Listen, I, I think I think Neb Wolf wants to go, and whatever we heard in the distance, okay. she, she's nodding. I saw okay. a nod. Let's I'm go. I'm nodding, okay. and then I'm going to okay. lassie. I'm going to move we're, in the direction we're of the. We're canceling this side quest from our journal. As right. you begin to turn and move, you do in the distance hear that, and then a. Hell no. What was that? Sound. That's what we heard last night, we think. Right, Robin? Was that your friend? My friend? I don't know if I am doing it. It is the sound of a moose. The wail of a moose. I don't know if I'm doing it very well. It's your moose in this magical world. It's exactly that sound. I'm going with it. As they start to argue because i don't want to have to explain this right now yeah. especially since i know what happened uh i'm gonna pause the ground like stamp my foot and then okay move. pulling and then... them back towards the cave yeah entrance. yeah all right you all continue to run the sounds mm -hmm. dissipate you don't hear anything further um but you are cold and scared and your adrenaline is high as you make it back towards the entrance of this cave and I don't stop until we're back inside where our camp was. Well, at okay. least we still have the remnants of the fire there. We can yeah, I was going to say, dry I guess off. we need to rest again at this point. <laughs> uh, wow. once, once we're back, I will take a very long moment and calm myself. And then knowing that it's probably going to be bad when I turn back, but I got to tell my friends what happened. I'm going to think real hard about what Neb looks like and turn back into Neb. You pop back. Now, inside this cave where it's a little bit warmer, it's still very, very cold. Your wet feet and knees and arms. Um, but they don't seem to freeze instantly the way that they were outside. And I'll immediately produce my my fire fist and I'll say, uh, that was a lot. Feroza, you're Are you, are you hurt? Um, the, the, uh, Feroza, your most is protecting us it is and saved us. That was, yes, yes. It, there's something in the woods that attacked all the wolves. It just tore them all apart. And it, that's that's what the, the noise was. The tree that came down, that's, I don't know what it is, but it's, the wolves didn't know it was coming. They were surprised. They were surprised by it. And then, and then it, it, arrived and I ran and, and then your moose appeared and said to, to go back to, to all of you and to get out of here and it was going to lead it away. What? Why do you have something that could rip up a tree and no one that's sees exactly what I was, That's exactly what I was thinking, Maeve. I mean, maybe it was a Kool-Aid robot. I don't know what it is, but the it decimated an entire pack of wolves and they I was able to talk to one just before it died and it didn't it said it didn't even see it. I don't know what's out there, but it's, it's, it's and, terrifying. And you said you spoke to and, and, and saw my moose from, yeah, really? Yeah, it was, I was. How do we know uh, it was your moose? 
Well, it's my moose now, and it's my moose forever, <laughs> Silas. We'll talk about this later. It was, it ran in the direction of, of whatever that was, and it said it was going to lead it away, and that I should go back to my friends. And Feruza, I don't know how it knew, but it looked at me as a wolf, and it must have known who I was, because there's, there's no other wolves left. What? This is I'm, first, I just want to say I'm very happy that you heeded the, the moose's, Mises' advice and got out of there and came back to us. Um, but the other thing that I'm just, I'm wondering is, like, like Robin's hummingbird, who, who or what is that moose? And what significant, I can't even talk, what significance does it have to us, to making sure we're okay? Like, this is also, and you were almost, Part of that, that pack that you said you saw was dead? All oh, of them. God, I'm glad you didn't go too far. There's something out there that's either knows we're here or it's, I mean, I don't know. that is an example of us being low level, running around in a high level zone. <laughs> like, we need to stick to, to finding mirror shards and get the hell out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. Well, we need instance. to do what, whatever we got to do to level up so that we can stop that thing because I want to go help Feruza's moose. But I don't oh, know how. Feruza's moose is gone. I mean, if that what? thing just took out, I mean, if it took out all those wolves and it's like chopping down trees faster than, than your dad could, like, I mean, what are we going to do with it? Well, maybe maybe my moose knows what it's doing, and it and and that's why it came to check on us, and that's why it's not afraid of a wolf killing forest beast, Silas. Yeah. Okay. Or I'll, or I'll give a, you that. Or it knew. Also, it it wasn't afraid of a wolf, and it knew who I was. I don't I don't know if that's. I mean, nothing here is normal, but. That's not a normal moose. Are we sure we're actually seeing this stuff? Did anybody else see the hummingbird, or was it just Miss Robin? Uh, what? Did, did you see it, Feruza? I saw the hummingbird, yeah. I mean, and but, you know, Robin said it was Harold, and I, I wanted to believe it was Harold, so he became Harold. Right, Robin? What a mess. I think uh, we all learned a valuable lesson. Something about being a cat and uh, not following our curiosity. We stay in the cave. It's surprisingly, seemingly safer in here. And as Silas said, we need to find that shard and maybe an exit on the other side of this mountain area. Well, I mean, we've got fracking eight more of these or something after this first one, too, don't we? Yeah. There's one per eleven. We have two. There's two. There's two. It's math. There's two. What? Wait, no. What? Wait. What did you say? Oh, you got the clues and the mirror shards. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yes. no. Yeah, I understand with the clues. <laughs> two more. But clues. What I'm saying is presumably. And by the way, I just want to say we don't know if this is true or not yet. Like, we don't know if a mirror shard is going to be at the end of this. Like, because if there's a mirror shard at the end of this, whoever put this together is a sadistic. You know what? And uh, and and honestly, like even if we have, we haven't met Will. Will, 
Oh, your friend death? Wait, I mean, is, he must have been planning this for years. Who's you Will? think that some friend of yours is doing all this to us? What? I mean, Possibly. I almost lost my leg. A whole bunch of wolves are dead. My moose. <laughs> Listen, I'm just going to have words with Will. It's quite elaborate, but... Right now, we don't have many other options. I agree. How many shards do we think that there are? Like, I, I don't know if we know that, do we? Five. There are five? Nev, Nev, Nev is keeping track. So, yes, we do. Uh, There's one at each of the places that the train was supposed oh to stop goodness. at. We, I, so I don't it's have... one, two, three, four, five. I'll be honest, six, everyone. Okay, this is kind of overwhelming. Okay. How much we actually have to do before we can even have a chance of getting home. And by the way, we don't know if that's going to get us home or not. We don't know. We're, 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 this is literally a shot in the dark. That's what we're doing. That's it. We don't know. We have well, not seen one other human being since the whole train thing. I think there aren't humans. I think we're like a commodity in this world. We're like special. Really? I don't know. I just made that up, but it made us feel better, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, either way, people because we've seen things in here that show humans. Yeah, but what if they like just disappeared or something? Maybe we, it used for to all be we humans. know, we disappeared. I think both. Remember when we were on the train and mm -hmm. we we could see kind of the other people from the That's train. Right. But it was like they couldn't see us and we couldn't really interact with them. We're like out of sync, yeah. I think this is the same thing. This is this is from the real well, world. Either way, we're, yeah. we're going to feel so much better if we can put some points on the scoreboard here and get one of these shards. And so I think that we just need to like just verify that we have not completely lost our minds and that these shards are something that actually do exist. And that playing these little uh, games, whoever put this stuff together, is the thing that's going to get us those shards. Then I'm going to feel a lot better if we have about them. it. Yes, let's be go. Oh, because I'm taking a moment by the fire. Because so I thought you. I had to convince everybody. Let's go then. How are you feeling, Neb? Better. I, mm. It's less about the cold and more about just what I saw. But you know what? I'm, I'm not upset that I did that. I'm not I, it was scary but we needed to know. And like Silas said, we don't know very much and the only way we're going to find any answers is going like, in the direction of the danger and taking a look at things. But I'm glad I was able to get back quickly. What was some of the things? I mean, you you got to you said you spoke to some of these animals which is really amazing if you think about it again I, yeah. what 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 did they tell you the, the, that made you turn around the finch got to where the tree was and then stopped and told me to run but i wasn't sure what was going on at that point and i thought maybe it saw another predator or something and so i peeked around the tree that this whatever knocked down was huge it was the one of the biggest trees i've ever seen the whole ground was uprooted and when i peeked around to see what the problem was that's when i saw the the pack of wolves and they were 
torn apart. And then the one that I was able to talk to before it died told me to run. And something about it, that was just, at that point, instinct. Something told me that I had to pay attention to this wolf and I ran. And then I met your moose and it told me to ran and to run. And so I ran. Yeah. Because I was, I was worried for all of you that you were going to come find me and that we were going to... Oh. Oh yeah, we were going to because you kind of just ran off, but um, we didn't know if we would ever see you again. I'll always come back. I probably should. I don't know if you're in control of that when a giant thing that uproots trees like they're toothpicks is just kind of roving the countryside. Well, (laughs) but now we know, right? So we can be more prepared when we do. Knowing is half the battle. Mm -hmm. That's why I said (laughs) I'm I'm sorry I worried you, but I'm not sorry that I went. We need answers, and the only way to get those answers is to go where the dangerous stuff is. And she's going to stand up and kind of brush herself off and try to (laughs) pretend that parts of her body aren't still numb and tingly and Mm -hmm. say, so what hand warmer? (laughs) (laughs) And you a little couple of hand warmer packets. (laughs) I'll I'll take one and then light my other hand up. All right, what floor are we going to next? I mean, well, we've we know where that second, right? Roughly where there still is uh, what we didn't explore on the second floor. Then we work our way down. Yes. So what what you have what you have left? You have done no exploring of level one yet, so you don't know mm-hmm. what that is. Um, level two, the three of you burst out of a cavern in a slippery shale slope that descended into a river of ichor. Uh, You leapt across it and there was a long sort of path of a wider tunnel that was, you know, carved by uh, miners um, that got you back to the, uh, the mine shaft. When Um, we hit that though, yes. Was, were there two choices for a direction or was there just the one? There was just the one. Um, Now, when you came out of that cavern on the shale slope, there was, space behind you like this was a long sort of slope um but you just you know you were being chased by creatures so you just got out of there okay so those those are the two levels that you have sort of left all all i'm saying everyone is that whatever those creatures were it sounds like we're gonna have to go back to at least the vicinity of that location and we might want to save that for the end Perhaps we should explore the first level just to see if it's like the tea party and cupcake level. <laughs> I think that's I the third level where the rats are. That was the party. That was the party. Well, we know there are still centipedes we haven't seen. <laughs> I mean, surely they were just talking about like normal centipedes, right? I mean, they weren't invited to the party. They just crashed. So I don't That's know. right. I forgot. I forgot that. I we forgot. Crashing that. centipedes. Okay. Were they you certain? Food? You certainly what saw someone asking? in the roots of the tree, Neb. You saw a bunch of centipedes <laughs> in the roots of the tree. I was a little distracted. <laughs> they were a little, a little bit distracted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't want to finish out the level that we'd almost finished going through. The one that has this the slope that okay. Yeah, but um, like okay, so this this is actually Adam's side. So we're saying we slid down mm-hmm. in order to get to where we think we have not explored on level two. We've got to get back up that and go and come into back the down. place that we were being chased initially. 
Well, I mean, you the the intel that you received from the partying rats was that the clues would be at the deepest level of, you yeah, know, the yes. deepest area of each level. So presumably, yes, you would have to return to where and, the creatures all, chased you. So that, so that I think was the part I was missing. So we are calling where we initially were, where we had to jump across the Icker River. We are calling that uh, level two. Like that is level two. That, that is level two. two. Got it. Ooh. Okay. And that's, that's the only place where we didn't really stop to, and this is, this is Lauren, yeah. out yes. of play. This is the, that's the only place we didn't stop to look for words. Yes. Everywhere else mm -hmm. we kind of took that time, so that's yes. a decent place to go look. For all we know, though, the, the Icor has burned through whatever was there and made it much easier for us. I like your optimism. It's also much much slower than those creatures that we were being chased by. So it's a little easier to avoid. All right. I'm fine with either one of them as long yeah. as we are on our way to getting our first shot. Yeah. I don't think we have any other choice. So we're rested. Everyone full, I think. <laughs> Do we go? We yeah. going to level two or level one? We should just work our way down, right? Yeah. Level one? Mm -hmm. Let's do this. Okay. But you all walk back to your harnesses and the ropes. Hook <laughs> yourselves in the way that Robin told you how. You begin to descend. The first level is right there, and it's actually on your side. You don't have to cross over to the other side of the ele elevator shaft to get to it. Uh, slowly, where, you know, cameras at the back of the the tunnel and we see you all come down through the shaft, uh, a line of very sort of dirty, hardened, wizened adventurers here. Um, as you land there, your your boots, sneakers, shoes making a tonk, as you sort of take, pay out the rest of your rope like experts. Uh, your headlamps turn on, those of you who still have working headlamps, mm -hmm. as you peer into the darkness of this level. It's not very deep maybe about 15 feet, and it is filled with rocks. Um, many of them are, are sort of crushed, um, half crushed and broken apart. Uh, you can see it's quite a tall tunnel, this one. And towards the back, there is sort of a strange mechanism. Um, you see a large sort of uh, thick stick or log that has been sort of uh, uh, attached in the center with some metal uh, clippings, um, and then kind of a stone barrel or a almost a fire pit-looking thing that this this log lies across. Okay, it, it's is it? So it looked like a. I'll say this like a well. It looks almost like a stone well, and placed on top of that is a a long log, thick, sturdy looking log that has some metal in the center that's sort of, again, almost like if a, if a bucket were to be attached to it. Mm -hmm. Okay, roll it up. Like a, like a rudimentary well. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so okay, we're gonna approach the well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're all standing go, at go. the edge. Yeah. I, don't, I don't wanna dictate like, what you yeah. go to yeah. first. That's what you see I, from the edge. I just don't mm -hmm. wanna knock over a stone and be called a fool of a took. So I figured I'd ask before I walked up to, the, to this well. That's fine. I don't mind being a fool and I walk mm -hmm. forward. All right. Yeah, Adam, yeah, I'll walk forward with it. Silas like right and Faruza, you yeah. approach this, uh, this sort of well cistern looking thing. Um, mm -hmm. As you peer into it, 
it is filled with stone and attached to this, uh, you know, uh, log at the top, um, you can see metal teeth almost, uh, gears sort of down on the bottom. And you can see it's, it's even attached to the point where you think it would, it would rotate. And there's rocks inside this sort of cistern and a little plaque on the side of the well. And what does it say? So this is a, indeed a sort of, they're calling it a rock cistern. And essentially they would either have strong people. Sometimes if there was room, they'd bring in uh, oxen or, or horses or animals to turn these gears. And it was, uh, turn the gear, turn this uh, sort of spindle around and it would crush the larger pieces of rock so that you could get at the gold inside and more easily transport it up to the surface. So this is a rock crushing station. Rock crushing station. Um, Fruz just sort of yells that back to the others. It's safe. <laughs> there's nothing coming out of You're it. You're back on the museum track. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. It looks like it's just part of the the museum. Yeah. Oh, uh, quick! It. Let's crush some rocks. See if there's <laughs> something inside of them. I mean, we have to do something because if the rats are to be trusted, and I am on the fence about that. If the rats are to be trusted, every level has one of these. This is all we see for this level. So unless somebody's jumping down the well, like it's got to be around here somewhere. Oh. Is there anything on the walls? Um, give me an investigation check, please. Can I help with that by holding up my... my yeah, sure. A little What's bit more? your intelligence base? Uh, would be a plus three. Plus three. You need a little light over here? <laughs> <laughs> So that's a dirty 20. Mm. Dirty 20. So yeah, as Maeve, as you look around and as uh, as Neb holds up the light to sort of cast the shadows and, and you know, uh, clear out some of the shadows that would obscure your your view, um, there's no writing on on these walls. They're, they're pretty clean, pretty clear. Again, someone has carved them uh, by hand. Uh, really, the only feature, it's pretty clear brushed around near you. There are just these stacks of rocks and this sort of rock-crushing cistern. Oh, I bet you that we're, if there is a supposed to do anything in all of this, I bet you we're either supposed to move the rocks or crush them ourselves or something. Why not both? Silas immediately just looks up <laughs> and he like lays down on the ground just to see if there's like a person. Looking at the Are ceiling. You enough? <laughs> no, 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 no. This just happens in video games all the time. Yeah. You don't you you don't see any uh, writing on the ceiling, Silas. Nothing. All right, so how do we work this mechanism? Sounds like you have to push it or pull it. So is this like Conan the Barbarian yeah, kind of stuff. Is, you can yeah, spin like, it in a circle and right. it's gonna, the teeth are going to chew up the rock. For a reason, I'm not as strong as you, but I will help. Maybe, I mean, maybe we should all, like how many places? Basically, I mean, there's just the two. So you could, you could, you know, each sort of push on each side. You could, you yeah. could all get in there if you want let, to. Let's do it, Faruza. It's, it's do or die time. Peace. Let's do this. All right. Let's not Fantastic. Die. Let's uh, each of you give me <laughs> athletics checks. Okay. Oh, come on. 
Oh, roll it again, Feruza. I don't even care. Just roll it again. <laughs> I know. I'm like, just roll the damn thing. Oh, 16 plus 21. Woo! All right. Nice. There we go. Didn't even have to. I love it. It was the 17 for some. It was a 17. All right. So 21 and a 17. Feruza and Silas get on either side of these. And it at first, it's like it won't move at all. You can feel the, the muscles in your arms just popping. But Feruza... You shared a little bit of your soul with Robin earlier today. And she had reminded you to, to look inside for strength, for what makes you passionate. And that little reminder just gets you to push that little extra second and you just cock it into gear, which allows Silas to get a little bit of momentum. And the two of you, pushing as hard as you can, you can hear, and a little bit of resistance as you crack the rocks that are inside, breaking them down into smaller pieces. As you begin to continue to do this, <clears throat> Maeve, Neb, and Robin, you peer in over the edge. As these rocks crack and move into dust, you can just begin to see some lettering at the bottom of this cistern. And with that, we will call that the end of today's episode of Children of Eric. Thank you all so much for joining. We will see you next week. And please remember that life is the most wonderful fairy tale. Good night. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Arte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.